0: Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guy's podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. I am That Sports Guy. Go ahead and find me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy, where you can find all of my latest football takes. Also, nfldraftdiamonds.com is proud to feature the That Sports Guy podcast on its website. Stop by nfldraftdiamonds.com, your official draft coverage king. Hello and welcome to another episode of Player Profile Interviews. I am Craig Forrestal. You know me from Twitter as that sports guy. Go ahead and give me a follow at that underscore sports underscore guy. But as you've come to learn at this point, it is not about me. It is about our wonderful guest today, Sam Webb, defensive back, Missouri Western. Sam, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, man. Just got done with a little workout today. How about you? I'm not too bad. I, I mean, I definitely didn't work out. The only workout I got was running around chasing my three-year-old. But tell me about the work that you just got in.
1: Uh, so my boy, my old corner, I used to play with in Missouri Western, be Dandy. He goes up to this place called Epic Elite. I forgot the name of it, but uh, it's it's a uh, it's in the Lenexa, and um, we uh, we worked out with this guy named Cash. He used to be the old safeties coach at KU, and we were just doing some everyday drills, just some in, getting in and out of cuts and. Went through the little gauntlet uh, ball drill afterwards.
0: Absolutely, getting that work in. Definitely got to be in the gym when no one else is. But, Sam, before we get more into the training, the football, and all the athletic accomplishments, I got I to gotta ask you. You're from Excelsior Springs, Missouri. What's life like there growing up? What, what was a normal day like for you?
1: Uh, so I went to Excelsior High, but I, I actually um, lived – in the outskirts of excelsior a little place called crystal lakes and uh i actually grew up out in the country on a gravel road but um as far as everyday life out there i mean it was cool i never really i never really encountered any um like a lot of prejudiceness or anything like that but um it was just a different life than living in the city you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I used to live in the city, uh before like when i was in elementary school and then we moved out to excelsior i mean crystal lakes and, um, it's just a different life, you know, like every day i w- I would try to find something to do because not a lot of, not a lot of kids lived out there my age so i uh, I got into fishing a lot i um <clears throat> I would go on walks with my sisters and stuff like that, and um honestly just uh got outside whenever I could, wow, so growing up on a gravel road, so like was there a bunch of
0: space like a couple of miles between you and your next neighbor, or was it not that?
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't really have neighbors. I mean, we had a little bit of land, not like a lot of land, but like we live right on the lake. So um, we live right by this little creek area. And then the next house over was probably like maybe a few football fields. But it was it was pretty peaceful, though, actually, honestly.
0: Yeah, no, it sounds like it. And once you got into high school, you really excelled athletically. You were a three sport athlete, football, basketball, track, Um, I saw somewhere that you were the center on your high school's basketball team because you were one of the tallest guys. And athletically, you had the best set of hops out of everyone. So that's how you ended up as a center. But then also on the football field, you just played all over the field. They just lined you up. You were a complete mismatch. Talk about playing all those different sports growing up and how you think that's helped you mature your game as you've gotten into the college level.
1: Yeah, so I – really started playing football when I was in eighth grade and it was a good experience for me, like as far as the team atmosphere and getting coached up and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't, no, it wasn't, I wasn't getting drilled in every day, stuff like that, stuff like that. The coaching was good. It was more like a friendship if anything. But uh, when I moved into high school, I mean, stuff started to get serious more quickly. Our freshman year, we had a coach named Andy Sims. He was the, coach of the year in Kansas, I think a few years back. And, uh, he wanted, he wanted me and this other kid in Bryce to come up and play varsity our freshman year. And my brother was a senior that year too. They were really good that year. But, uh, he, I don't think he thought we were ready or not or something like that. Cause he made us go back like the next week. But afterwards, um, I, I was able to start varsity my sophomore year. And, uh, that's when stuff started to get real, honestly, like bullets start flying a little bit faster, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. But, um, Other sports like track, I I really did track just to stay in shape for uh, football and offseason stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want to just be in the weight room type stuff because track makes you faster, more athletic. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Other than that, like basketball. I started playing. I started doing wrestling, actually, when I was in middle school. But once I got into high school, I was able to dunk my freshman year. So I was like, man, forget this. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) go play basketball. And now,
0: how did you figure that out? If if you're spending all your time on the wrestling mat, how did you figure out that you could dunk going into your freshman year?
1: I mean, I was active, man. I was always doing some type of athletic activity. We was either hooping, we was playing football, we was uh trying to get better at wrestling or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After after middle school, though, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't really on the mats no more. But it was more of like just straight basketball after that.
0: Definitely, and. I just wanted to ask you because I've watched a little bit of your film, and I'm going to give you some of the notes that I have down and some of the things that stuck out to me. And then I'm going to ask you to go ahead and just describe your own game and give yourself kind of a, a personal assessment. So, some of the things that I saw are you're a bigger cornerback with a lot of effort plays. I know that you never play, uh, take a play off, excuse me. You're always chasing stuff down that I've seen on film multiple times. You have solid coverage skills, and you're a legit tackler. Oftentimes, corners get a label of being afraid of contact, but not you. Um, And then also the special teams ability. Uh, You have a knack for blocking kicks. So that's kind of what I see and some of the things that stuck out to me. What would you say about your own game, and how would you assess yourself
1: currently? I actually came into college uh, not very good at all at press man. I used to play off at like five yards, six yards, every single time. But in our defense at Missouri Western, we play um, a lot of man. So my coach basically forced me to play press man. But I mean, I'm thankful for it because it it, it has made me a better corner. Like I'd rather play press man than zone any day. And um, like you said, uh, I'll come down and make the sound tackle if I need to. I mean, I don't need to come make that big boom, but um, as long as I get him down, we'll we'll be solid. And as far as the uh, blocking kicks, of course, like, you got to have some type of niche that, that is other than just playing your defensive spot as far as the, your uh, valuability uh, your, um, on, on the defensive side, I mean, football. Mm-hmm. So, be blocking kicks is just like another thing that I could add to Missouri Western as far as us as a whole team. And honestly, I'm going to try to get back there and block some punts too this year.
0: Oh, so now you're up in the ante. You're trying to get uh blocked punts and kicks.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, Sam, I, I got to know, because we've talked about it. You're going into your senior year, and from a personal perspective, there's not a lot left for you to accomplish. You've made multiple all-conference teams. You've been recognized on uh, All-American status by certain publications. You had three interceptions last year, 12 pass breakups, the two block kicks. You go back a couple of years ago, you had a 99 yard interception return. So from an individual perspective, what is left for you to accomplish this senior year?
1: Um, the, Honestly, the way I look at it is, is there's always room to make progress. So, I mean, people aren't worried about what you did in the past. They worried about what you're doing now. And to me, that's like I really tried to drill that in my head as much as possible because I mean, yeah, I've done all those things in the past, and I've gotten all those accolades and notoriety. Notoriety, but as of now, it's just like let me go out and try to up the ante now. Like let me get six picks this year. Let me let me go block four kicks this year. Let me let me get back there and get a kick return. Let me let me. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, I'm always just trying to elevate my game. Like I, I was just learning some stuff today when we was working out this morning.
0: And definitely, you talked about you know getting involved in the return game and developing more in the special teams aspect with adding the block punts and kicks this year as a personal goal. Um, Have you ever flirted with any reps at safety or is that something that you have never done? Have you ever played safety before? Actually?
1: Yes. We, uh, we have certain specific packages. I won't, we don't really rotate a lot, but as far as like specific packages on Mm -hmm. the field, like unbalanced or something like that, uh, the corner and the weak safety will slide. I mean, we'll switch. And I'll go up top and just uh, go up there and play free, basically.
0: And then how is that for you? Do you feel comfortable from the safety position?
1: I do, actually. I mean, I, it, it's a little bit different as far as, like, like um, reading the whole entire offense and seeing the routes develop. But uh, I feel confident enough in my own game to be back there and just do what I got to do.
0: And now, do you feel like that's part of the reason why you've popped up on NFL radars is because of the special teams' ability and then the versatility in the defensive backfield, like you said, to play corner and safety. And depending on situations, you can even move around in-game if needed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, of course I'm going to get on somebody's radar. I'm a 6'1 and a half corner playing at 200 pounds, moving at about a 4'4 four, four speed. But when they see the versatility that I can play different positions and move around and see me coming down from the safety spot or whatever, then I feel like I bring more – to the table as far as um, what I can bring for a team.
0: Absolutely. And there's a rich football tradition at Missouri Western. If you could just describe the culture or the mentality of the football program uh, and just what that's done for you.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, as far as the program as a whole, I feel like it's, it's, it's always – we're always trying to develop some type of um, – Theme basically that helps us go into the season, as far as like, um, like, like Rise is One or something, you know, something mm-hmm. like that, that. Football teams use, but from a DB aspect, I feel like the standard is always set extremely high. Like, we had a few a couple of years back, we had um, Mike and Sam come out of the league, come out of here and go through the league, and that was basically like the being the standard as set. So. When I came in I was playing with Brandon uh Dandridge and Jonathan Owens and those guys really showed me the blueprint as far as me being on the field with them. And <clears throat> both of those guys ended up playing uh continue to play um their careers too. So, I mean, I'd say like it's it's more like tradition. Like if you're gonna come if you're gonna come to Missouri West and you gotta and play D B, you gotta really, you know, be on top of your stuff. Always know that you're gonna have to work on your craft at all times because I mean it's either you trying to go league or, or not at all. I mean, ain't no in between for real. <laughs> exactly. So when you talk about that
0: pedigree and the expectation of Missouri Western DBs being league bound, when you came in as a freshman and you saw that work ethic within the defensive backfield unit, what did that do to you? How much harder did that make you push?
1: It gave me a lot of confidence in my own game because the people that I I, um, looked up to my freshman year, it wasn't like they was just being all rude and stuff like that. Every day of practice, like these dudes really want you to be able to elevate your game too. So like that same tradition has been passed down to me, like as far as the younger guys in the room now, like we always are going to try and work together to try and find out what, what is your best fit as far as you being on the field and what do you need to work on? And J.O. and all them that, that established that, I thank them because, I mean, without them, the standard will probably be like a little iffy or like, you know what I'm saying, like a, you, you drop a ball, well, it'll be okay next time. Well, it's really not like that. It's like you either got to try and be the best version of you or not at all.
0: And now when talking about that best version of you, when training for this upcoming season, has there been one main area of focus that you've put a little bit extra attention towards?
1: Uh yeah, so I've actually been working a lot more on my back pedal, my uh, body balance and control, um, my hands, um, and my eyes because you know as a DB, if you got bad eyes, it's, it's basically over with.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you can't see what what's moving in front of you, you can't see that ball coming at you. Like you said, it's game over. Um, exactly. Yeah. So Sam, when people talk about you, and they talk about you as if not the best player in all of Division II football, definitely the best defensive back. Do you pay attention to that noise, or have you found a way to just somehow block it out and stay focused on the task at hand?
1: I mean, honestly, I, I, I would say that I get a lot of appraisal, and I've, I've gotten a lot of appraisal over the past years. But to me, that's just, I don't know, that just kind of fuels me a little bit more. Like, it, 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 don't, it don't make me feel com- or, or stagnant at all it just um it just lets me know that what I'm doing is the right thing and and continue to make progress
0: and then I, I have to ask you with, with this being the the final season have you thought about the senior bowl or any other all-star games the combine or is that stuff so far in the future that it's not even a concern
1: Um, I've thought about it a little bit, but I'm not really stressing myself about it at all, to be honest. Right now, what I'm all I'm really focused on, mainly is just making sure that we have a good season as a team. And I go out there and play as good as I possibly can every time.
0: And then what is the team goal this year? Is it a conference championship? Is it a national title?
1: Definitely a conference championship, and then after that, you know what I'm saying, we're going to ride the boat. We're going to try to get to that ship, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. this year is definitely a conference championship.
0: Definitely. And, Sam, we spent a good amount of time talking about football, and I feel like you've given our listeners a chance to know you on the field. But if you'll go with me, like you said, we'll ride that ship. We're going to go off the field right now. And I'm going to start it off with what is that song that you're most embarrassed to admit you
1: like? Ah oh, man i don't let me think let me think because i i listen to a bunch of music that i do like that most people do like so i mean it's not really like i got a song it's like uh yeah that song is like that so maybe people don't really like that but um i don't know i listen to i listen to beano riddo he out of la um a lot of nipsey i don't really got a I don't really got a song that i don't think people really like
0: all right and now what's the dream car um
1: dream car Dream car, dream car. Probably be a Rolls Royce. Any color? Any special rims? Tire size? Probably jet black, all black with the peanut butter inside seats. Um, Because, you know, Rolls Royces, they all custom made. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be just mine. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, definitely the peanut butter inside. That's that's basically it. So you've put some thought into it. I mean, I put a little bit of thought into it. I just know that I like Rolls Royces. (laughs) hey it's easy to
0: figure out what you want once you know what you like
1: yeah, exactly
0: and now what's been the most memorable class
1: that you've taken at missouri western hmm, let me think let me think um, probably one of my uh major classes with uh this teacher named gerald small mr small as we call him he just is a really good guy especially like he uh he, he's my advisor too so he really tries to like um he was really harping on me about my plan B because I told him I was wanting to try and keep playing. He was, he was really just harping on me about that. So he's the one that got me started uh, uh, thinking about my own blueprint as far as what I'm going to do after the league or if the league doesn't work out. So I, I gave a lot of thanks to him.
0: Absolutely. We all need that person in our corner pushing us forward. It's great that you got that with Mr. Smalls. Now, what is the best restaurant, Close by campus. If I want to get something to eat, where do I gotta go?
1: Mm, mm, mm. In Saint Joe? Yep. See this the thing though. Whenever Popeyes came out with them chicken sandwiches, they was different, man. I just I just tried one like two weeks ago. I'm I'm not even kidding. I for the first time ever. But Saint Joe doesn't have a Popeyes. So I'm like disappointed a little bit, but So then, if, if Popeye's, I'm telling you to go there, straight up. But, where, um, where's the nearest Popeye's to campus, then? How far you got to drive? It's like a 45, 50-minute drive. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So you really got to be craving a sandwich to go out that way. Yeah, I'm only, I'm only getting one if I'm in St. Joe, if I'm, like, heading that way for something else, though. I'm not about to go to Popeye's and then come back to St. Joe.
0: <laughs> I got you. And now, Sam, to finish it off, you just won $1 million. But you can only donate the money to one charity or one cause. what's it gonna be?
1: Mm. I would probably I would probably donate mm. I would help my family out man honestly i mean i don't I don't know enough about. A lot of these charities and stuff like that to go into depth about um, who I would who I would uh, donate it to. But I know my big sister, she's an entrepreneur. She's good with money. And my mom also is, too. So, I mean, I know that if I if I donate the money to them or like help them out, it wouldn't be a bad cause It'd be going to something even more important.
0: Absolutely. So you would talk to the family, make sure you took care of the family. And then as a whole, you would decide where be the best place to donate that's absolutely awesome that you would go through and make it a group decision with your family. So I, uh, I really like that answer. Now, Sam, before we get out of here, before we sign off, what is the one thing everyone needs to be on the lookout for this season with the
1: Missouri Western football program? The one thing that they need to be looking out for. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, we've been working, man. I mean, every team in the country is working, but I, let me tell you, man, we've been working. We've been, We've been trying to hold people accountable and make sure that we are doing our techniques and all that stuff kind of uh, right. But I say the one thing they need to look out for is our uh, young, our young um, sophomore Trey Vavil. He's a uh, All-American returner, and he also plays DB. But that, that's my little homie. He, uh, he yeah, every team in NIAA, all ten that we playing, they need to watch out for him. Don't even kick it his way. <laughs> he probably gonna crib some stuff.
0: You heard it here. Watch out for the football program and Trey Lavelle, especially to pop off this season. Don't kick him the ball. It's a mistake. You heard it here from Sam Webb. Until next time, we are out of here for Sam Webb. I am Craig Forrestal. Stay safe and be easy. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody, Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guy's podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until
1: next time, stay safe and be easy.